0: greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective i'm john i'm chris and
1: we and are nick. nick who
0: are, who are you spooky. really that was spooky <laughs> be honest who are you
1: i'm liz <laughs> and i'm lucy
0: yes you see um it's very, uh, where is it where is nick he's he's betrayed us i've only come here to see nick he's where is he john <laughs> God, like, i don't come here for you uh no, no he has uh, he's betrayed us uh he's gone to <laughs> the other side of the world with his uh new wife Yay. scumbag Yay. nobody oh no yes yeah, so congratulations nobody... <laughs> nobody had an old one but uh, yeah so in uh... i hope not <laughs> uh but in his absence uh, we're gained by liz and uh lucy hello yes, hello. hello are you are you feeling hateful always sure what do you feel are your qualifications to you talk about love and hate here today
1: well i've listened to all three podcast so far
0: my god that's yes. i mean that's, and that... i've
1: listened to one twice oh oh i can't i can't Heavens. do that i've only listened to each one once so, so.
0: by <laughs> you being here you've essentially halved our listening audience <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's a danger isn't it <laughs> well i've got a glass of red wine so i feel like that's justification enough to yeah. uh, vent but uh, do you, do you have like your you know, you ready? You ready? I think to... so. Yeah. I think so.
2: We've 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 co-prepped a bit so we can back each other up.
0: Okay, because Nick is a pretty like spiteful man. Yes, uh, indeed. Do you yes, feel I you can bring so. the fire? I think
2: we can bring a new perspective on <laughs> hatred and new kind
0: of hate. <laughs> so we're we're going to rebrand hate for the twenty-first uh, century. Um, so yeah, if you are listening at home, hopefully you've caught up on the previous episodes. Uh, the gimmick. The, the entire Otherwise, sh- no one's going to know who Nick is. I know. You've exactly. not listened before. I think, who's this Nick? Yeah, no talking about him. Uh, yeah. So the gimmick, uh, the shtick is that each week we bring a topic of love and a topic of hate to the table for discussion, and we can all decide as a group whether it's truly worthy of its respective emotion. And we also take your hate and love. From you know, at home, from yes. the listeners, to yes. uh, so we can pass our ill informed judgment on it. Yeah, we are the authority on because, hate because these, all, these days in, in, in the local area. Oh, entirely, yeah. yes, yeah. I said So, so maybe yeah. not, we're not saying global, we're not kind of <laughs> not <laughs> yet, not yeah. global yet. The lo- local yet.
2: area being like this living room,
0: yeah, yeah. We yeah. basically, we've... <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're gonna listen to us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can join in at home using the hashtags show called love and show called hate hopefully you can work out which one is which to send us your loves and hates for discussions frankly frankly if you don't know the difference between love and hate just Get switch out. off now i don't you want you. i don't want you <laughs> listening i don't want you listening <laughs> well who would like to who would like to kick us off i mean we always start with hate so who's feeling particularly hateful today
2: i know i i had i had a long and boring day at work so uh... done Good enough. (laughs) You're in, (laughs) Luce. I'm in. I'm in, and I I brought the 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 big guns today. I feel like I felt this might be my one chance to be on this podcast. I'm (laughs) going to go for for my biggest ever hate. Oh my god, goodness! So my hate is inferior women's versions of things.
0: Oh. oh, what are we um, talking? I agree. No, it's just like, done. <laughs> no, it's just like catch in like Rayman and uh, my, I our voices then, where we're we're both holding a glass of wine and you say that and we're like, oh, don't say anything controversial. <laughs> it's, it's time for me to have a sip of red wine. Like, it's time for the two men to shut up.
2: <laughs> well, no, I mean originally, uh, originally my hate was going to be um, the sort of technological trend known as the pink and shrink which is when you take a piece of technology mm. and about a year after it's been released and is very popular you make it a little bit smaller and <laughs> color it in pink uh. to try and sell it to women i understand um but this actually doesn't it doesn't seem to happen quite as much anymore because i think people finally realize that you can just buy a funky phone case and so you don't need to, the phone itself to look all that funky um But my my hatred spreads further than that. It spreads to things like the fact that men's handkerchiefs are four times the size and five times the absorbency
1: of women's (laughs) handkerchiefs.
0: Why is that? Because my nose is no bigger than the average person, in my opinion. Well... It's an opinion.
1: In fact, i probably blow my nose more than you.
0: Thank you, dear. <laughs> do you carry a handkerchief?
1: No, tissues. No. Ah,
0: like oh yes, there the, are an the, abundance uh, of tissues in the I The aloe
1: vera ones, so my nose doesn't ah. get chapped. Oh, yeah, I hate that. I get, like, rough nose.
0: <laughs> so how do you feel, then, about... And uh, the listeners can't see me using... John is doing air, inver- inverted air, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> uh, men tissues. You seem those, like, clean... Man things? size. Yes. You yeah, have no. again. They're tissues.
1: better. Because they're bigger.
0: Did I buy those tissues?
1: No, you didn't. Well, yes, you did. Did you, you buy them me those tissues? We moved in. Did I?
0: <laughs> <laughs> They've been in the house for years. Wow. Yeah. I
1: mean,
0: like, normally do, you just do, kind of wipe your nose. Why is it called a man-sized tissue?
2: Do men have bigger sinuses? I don't understand.
0: Or it's... is it just like because men are so used to just starting a small fire and burning their snot <laughs> uh, that, like, when <laughs> you know, they're like, "Well, I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to buy a clearly a feminine tissue," and then. <laughs> You know, the marketing team are like, ah, oh, but this is man-sized, and I don't know, we, yeah. just, we just need yeah. to feel superior, so they're like, it's just yeah. a little bigger.
2: But you know, it's just it—it's it, a thing that spreads so far in the world, and I know I'm not the first person to point these things out, but you, you asked for my hate, and this is my hate. Well, that's, you know? that's fine. It's things like the fact that John has pockets in his pyjamas, and I don't even have proper pockets in the jeans I am currently wearing. <laughs> I have, I have four yes.
0: pockets, so my pajamas. Yeah, except where I keep my, you know, marbles, uh, it, a yeah. slingshot. You know, got a jar. I, I keep things in my pockets and... I don't even need. Yeah, just because I can.
2: I, I cannot keep anything in just about any set of pockets that I own in any set of clothing that I own, if, unless yeah. I don't plan <laughs> on ever sitting down.
0: But why? <laughs> do, you, do you think that's because women are expected to have a expected to have a bag?
1: Why should, it should I assume? No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. Hey, whoa, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. <laughs> Devil's object. Yeah, yeah. Devil, whoa, dear, just... hey, hey, I'm just sitting here.
2: And, you know, it's, it's things, you know, it spreads to other things like the fact that there is girls' Lego.
0: And yeah. you can't
2: mix the girls' Lego in with the boys' Lego because all the figures are the wrong size. Mm. So they're, it's built to a different scale.
0: To that point, you might even, you might even say, why call it Lego? Yeah. Call it Blocko or something like that. You know, if they're not if they don't interact in okay, any way. Surely
2: the point of Lego is you shove it all in a big box when you're done with it. Yeah. build something completely different out of it. And yeah. yes, but the list the list, go the list goes on and on and on. But there we go. This this is a thing that irritates me on a daily basis. Even nice. I was I was saying to Liz earlier, the fact that if you go into a men's section of a clothes shop, any popular clothes shop, everything is arranged first by type, then by style, then by colour, then by size. So it's like, I want a pair of trousers. I go to the trouser corner of the shop. I need this style of trousers. There it is. I need this colour of trousers. There it is. I need this size of trousers. Just look back until you get it. Women trying to find trousers. It's in 50 different locations around the shop. It's true. I just need a pair of trousers.
0: We're simpletons. (laughs) Online (laughs) shopping, (laughs) Lucy.
2: But then I have to be in to pick it up, or I have to get
1: it to (laughs) work or something.
0: I I hate clothes shopping. You see, that's ironic, because... I say you do a surprising amount. Thank clothes you for shopping.
1: But I guess because they make it easy for you. But I've got a very, <laughs> I've got a very specific
0: look, which is a plain t shirt mm-hmm. and dark jeans. That's pretty much my look, and I just buy clothes to suit that. You could just like kind of bulk buy t shirts, if I remember. Mm-hmm. When yeah, we lived prob- together. probably. Liz, I mean, is that still the case? Does he just have? I buy still two on? or three at a time and then just wear them until they're yeah. done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or or I buy them for him. Liz, Liz may have just turned off wearing of washing his dirty clothes. So you're
0: an enabler, basically, is what is what you're saying. Liz is an enabler in in all sorts of ways. All the, all the things I collect. Oh, I've just bought you this. You didn't not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But now, <laughs> but previously. Well, no, oh, no. I've just bought you this lovely Star Wars no, figure. Now she's living with you, so she's got to live with exactly. The stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the difference. I think. I think uh, like. Uh, you know the the male shopping experience is is very different because uh, and I would agree with you here. I, I in fact, frankly, I agree with you on all of this because yes, dear, uh, yes, you yes, Carly. Really. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like when when a man goes shopping, you know, you you walk into <laughs> this kind of brutalist cave like structure, and you know you just nod out the uh, attendant and he locks the shop and gives you a whiskey and you know we both just skin an animal together and then uh, start a fire yeah basically whatever you can make out of the remains uh, you just wear it out I mean you know I don't say another word to each other yeah, yeah. god no thing is with, with shopping generally I can't wait to get the hell out of there it's but they like...
2: make it so easy for you to get yeah. the hell out of there I
0: think that, because yeah. like,
2: uh, maybe men aren't sort of conditioned to, to want to browse like, mm. I've been told from a young age that it's meant to be fun for me to go shopping. Yeah. I hate shopping yeah, I? so much. And yet it's meant to be, like, the key social thing that you do with your friends. And the town centre is full of women's clothes shops. And all the men's sections are, like, hidden at the back. <laughs> they don't look as good in the windows or something.
0: <laughs> That's probably true.
1: But then I'm definitely less decisive than you, Chris. Yes. <laughs> because thank you, dear. you'll dear. you say, I want a mauve shirt. <laughs> and you will go in hunt of a mauve shirt, whereas I'm like, I've got nothing to wear this uh, to this wedding, and we'll just go in hunt of anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I could wear I to will a start wedding, with
1: whatever fits me, because
2: like, that's yeah. usually my issue. It's like I only it, this is a, uh, yet another irritation: women's sizing. No.
1: Because oh yeah,
2: like Ditto. what the hell is a size ten? Like
0: does well, anyone it's actually slightly know? There isn't there is no such thing. as a size nine, John. What? Come on. <laughs> what? It's size, but... it's even numbers. But what? Even... Is that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. But even... even I, who don't even use the like the
1: metric system on a daily basis, can roughly guess what a thirty two inch waist looks like. Hmm. <laughs> like yeah. What if you're like me and you're a size thirteen and they only do things ten to twelve or fourteen to sixteen? Ah.
0: Ah, well, you what see, do you I, do? I, wow. What do you do? I will, I will sympathise with you there because I have trouble buying trousers because apparently I am, I am just weird, weirdly shaped. I'm a uh, 32, you know, getting a little, you know, that's a bit, that's a bit much, you know. It's a bit <laughs> tight. You know, 34, you know, it's like it's a bit baggy. Apparently, I'm just a, I'm a 33, but nobody manufactures a 33 waist. But it's
2: a difference of one inch.
0: That's true. It's I mean, some weight. That's. Gain? Game? Oh, Gain's. Game. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Pizza Yeah. Leo. Leo. yeah, pizza <laughs> <life> for, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, this is, I, I could go on and on and on and on, but I won't because there's four of us and we've got a lot of time to factor.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just, um, you know, because clearly this is a, You know, it's a couple's affair tonight. Um, Oh, yes, I I go out with you, don't I? uh, Oh, yes, I remember. We live together. It's it's true. I remember. Lucy and I have been uh, preparing some invites for our wedding. You're getting married. That's right. We are getting married. I remember. And I've been looking at the... um, We have, like, a nice little photo on the invite, which was taken, uh, like, a year and a bit ago. On your
2: birthday last year. On my
0: birthday. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, last year. Last year, yeah. And I'd. this is when I was kind of like recovering from my surgery (laughs) and all the doctors were like eat plenty like you know get your weight back up so i was eating like a lot of scones like (laughs) scones are my go-to i'm
1: trying to say you look fat in your picture i I, that's not true well you say that but like
0: this guy basically i i i I can link it back to clothes because i (sighs) tend to buy a piece of clothing and then wear it for like a decade until it Disintegrates. You uh, can
2: wear your clothing for a decade before it disintegrates. Sorry, just a yeah. It because, in like there. I said, I, I
0: skinned the animal. <laughs> yeah. That you know, harvested <laughs> the sweet flesh yeah. that made it. Um, but no, I was I was wearing a blue shirt which I owned two years prior to that photo, and I continue to own today. And uh, I, I look at that phone. I'm like, yeah that that was straining a bit. <laughs> like um, I have to resign myself to the fact. I'm never, I'm getting past the comfortable age of pretending I'm in Frank's Ferdinand and, you know, I'm like, I can't keep wearing like the skinny, the skinny shirts and the skinny ties and the skinny trousers anymore.
2: But thankfully the rest of the world has also moved on. So
1: Mm. it's fine. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, who bought the last Frank's Ferdinand album? No one. Who?
1: I think I've got it on Spotify. There you go. But everyone
0: technically has got it on Spotify.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But I put it into a playlist. Oh, okay, fine.
0: I mean, but, didn't, sen- but
2: didn't you buy the last Franz Ferdinand album, dear?
0: Well, I mean, yep. sidebar, your honor. I bought. Well, I know I I click save on Spotify. I mean, I, <laughs> hopefully they got a few pennies <laughs> off the back of it, but a few royalties. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the Modern world, nobody gets what they want. <laughs> so I mean, are we? Are, do we agree? Yes. I, I, I agree that that trajectory. would be frustrating. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think certainly like a lack of pockets. Oh yeah, I, I, well, if I didn't have pockets I, I would literally have nowhere to put my things Wait, I've got pockets right now Have you, Has anyone heard of a kilt? I have no. heard of it no, I've never seen one I in real I can imagine life. what it is I know, I want to see one I don't want to wear one What is it? I would imagine have it's you... a kilt with lots of pockets
2: Yeah, yeah. basically oh, okay. It's like a tool belt But there's kilt stuff attached to it
1: <laughs> I can't imagine a situation when you'd need that
0: If you were gardening
1: I guess and you're you... kilt. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, you're on your way to some formal event, maybe the Queen's in town, and you have Scottish heritage, and you pass like a flower bed, which desperately, desperately <laughs> needs weeding, and you're like, I feel like my there are a lot of shine.
1: provisos. Uh, in I, this yeah, situation. I'm not sure that's a
0: strong argument. <laughs> yeah. If, if the Queen actually. came came along and said, "Oh, look at that flower bed," or, <laughs> or in the Queen's voice. And, oh, and, she's here tonight. And I'd be, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd be like, When did you get it? Uh, yeah. When and I'd be like, oh, I wish I bought my utila kilt. I think she'd be more inclined to say, oh, look at that, look at that man's ass. Look at that pillock. What's look he at, wearing? What, why is he <laughs> bent over like that in his kilt? Can't he afford trousers? <laughs> <laughs> <Or> tax trousers. <laughs> yeah. What have we taxed now? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, apparently, it's a thing. It's a thing enough where people talk about it online, so it must be true. Mm. I feel you've got to be into kilts. I don't think you'd make the leap. From... I don't think you
2: go straight to utility utility kilt.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't just go. I'm gonna buy. No, a I'd utility- probably buy a utility belt first, mm. and then maybe through the forums, I'd find out about the utility kilt. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, I bought, yeah, I bought the uh, the J500. Ooh. No, I'm very happy with it. Very happy. <laughs> Well, that's, that's me like... to to do my trade. <laughs> that's that's along with like the uh, reinforced splints yeah, along the yeah. side. It's got it's got real real belt potential. Yeah, belting. You, might you got say. the Oh, pleat. that's very good. No,
2: you got to get the one with the double pleating.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure, no. absolutely. <laughs> Fireproof. Oh, actually, I prefer the suede one myself. I uh, you know, Liz.
1: Oh, what my, do you hate? My hate savers. So I was brought up in the uh, pubs. And just in the pub. <laughs> yeah. In the pub. And, and have had many um, barmaid jobs. And so my hate is going to be people who dither at bars. Mm, and I feel oh. that customers and employees of pubs will understand this. Why are you reading a bottle? I'm, I'm doing an impression of someone
0: so, <laughs> who might dither.
1: So I'll give you one example. Somebody who comes to the bar have no idea what they want and then they order one drink and then they say, and, and then they walk off and they walk off to find <laughs> a friend that might want a drink and then they come back and you're just waiting there and everybody else is staring at you. Why are you not doing your job? And you're waiting for that customer.
0: Why, why would you sacrifice prime territory at the bar, mm. like particularly if it's busy? Just, guess. Rude. Just so, guess. So as a customer, you'd boonker. probably be
1: annoyed that the bar is busy and this person has got this chance to order their drink and is faffing. Mm. I mean, it's not good.
0: You're talking from the the vendor's perspective.
1: Yeah, but also from the customer. Yeah. yeah. Because I... if you're waiting to be served I and you're waiting for this... You yeah.
0: See, I think you've tapped into... Uh you know, we, we've had a bit of a recur... Of all the hatreds we've had in our three episodes so far, mm. I think there's been a recurring hatred <laughs> of people... People. People. <laughs> people <humans>, who... <laughs> I think people who... Dither, for lack of a better word, or kind of like, you know, yes, it's your moment true. to step up to the plate and you just fumbled it. You just kind of... You just kind of screwed it. You know, and it's like... It's the same... The person you're describing is the same person who... It's rush hour. You're trying to get onto the train... And they walk all the way up to the style. Yeah. Stop and start rummaging in their wallet to get the ticket. It's like everybody hates you. What are you doing? You're yes. you're, you're killing us all. Why? Yes.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like it's not like you queued at the bar and were surprised that you found a bar. Yeah. At the start of it. <laughs> oh like, my god. It's, wow. like
0: you've <laughs> deliberately gone <laughs> yeah. to the bar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like it's not like you accidentally want a beer. Yes. Like, or you, I mean, maybe maybe if it's a particularly long queue, you forgot why you were there. Mm. <laughs> yes. I was saying I often have trouble getting served at bars because I don't know why, but people just look straight over me at bars. Like I'm not that short. <laughs> 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 well, Lucy, I told you no, it's because you need bigger boobs. <laughs> uh, like, well, yes, but like I said, unless Lego starts bringing out like Lego bras, it's just not going to happen. Like, <laughs> we assumed that was the next logical step from like Lego elves yeah, yeah. was Lego bras. What
0: you're hearing is the sound of two two men. Tactfully not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's how quiet (laughs) we were there. It's good wine.
1: So in addition to my point, as an employee of bars, pubs, clubs, um, also it's very annoying when customers put their money in the pool of slops that is gathered on the bar. And so now you have wet £5 notes. And also when they order the Guinness Lass, um, yeah, you yeah. see so that's, yes. oh, yeah, that's just bad. Yeah. I know next to nothing about alcohol and even I know that's a bad idea. Yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> order the Guinness first, let it settle, yes. then order your drinks. I, I I can Lucy, I feel like we're in a similar camp here, because for the longest time I just couldn't get served at bars. Like, you know, I, I you know I I imagine I'm I'm picturing like it's a really it's a heaving night, kinda of like in really busy weather spoons. And it becomes a bit of like, a you know, you're trying to get attention. You're at the bar. You know, the bar you know, the bar staff, they're busy enough as it is. You know, everyone no one's happy. No one's having a good time there. Which is a shame because it's a bar. You'd think, yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all, all of that, you know, readily available depressant. You yeah, know, it's yeah. amazing. People aren't having an amazing time. So, yeah, like, <laughs> I'd, um, I'd be at the bar for so long, you know, I'd have plenty of time to formulate everything I'm going to say. Like, I just want to get mm. in and get out. No, I can totally sympathise here. Well, we had it. Literally before we came here, yeah. people were at the bar, and they knew I was next, and they still just went ahead and ordered. That's not I, I ended up having to just interrupt a bloke and went, no, it's me, actually. That's a bit of a side point, though. Did he? No, it is a side point. Yeah, but, but did he then kind of like, the people who were jumping ahead of you, were they taking ages? Um, Relatively. Yeah, I... No, some of them were. They were getting cocktails and, oh, well, I'll have four pints of this, and then, and then they'd give them the four pints, and then they'd say, and a cocktail... And then they make the cocktail, and just order them all at once,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. and if you repeat bar, yourself yeah. if
0: you need to, but order them all.
2: Mm. even I mean again, not a drinker and don't order an awful lot of alcohol and don't even know how to pronounce most of the names of hmm. various beers on things. but yeah. even I know that the people behind the bar have enough experience that if I rattle off a list, they're probably going to get it right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so, <laughs> Unless FYI FYI listeners, listeners, three drinks at a time, three drinks, gin and tonic, two pints of lager. Okay. I'll go. Give me the next three. Ah. Yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> That's because, a good tip.
0: Yeah. Because like it's easier to remember three or because like you can physically do, f- do three. three and then by the time you're done, they can, they can then have their the other three ready. And you can just crack straight on.
1: Yeah, you can hold three in your brain, you can pour three at a time. That that's what I want. But also in on Chris's point, um, as a barmaid, you wouldn't believe how many people don't make eye contact with you when they're trying to get served. Oh. And right. so so when it's like heaving at the bar and you've like as people have arrived, you've tried to clock one, two, three, and then you and then you miss four, five, six. You forget who it is and so you sort of look around for anybody that will make eye contact and you go who's next please and you wouldn't believe how many people just don't make eye contact with you yeah. so the first person who makes eye contact with you you're right right you must be next i'll serve you but then people get uppity and you're like well why didn't you look at me
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so i think that's the key thing
0: eye contact Do you suppose it's because they're drunk you know they're physically struggling to I focus think- on <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think so because this is normally like so I've predominantly worked in sports clubs so they've been in the changing rooms they finished their sport been in the changing rooms and they all sort of come to the bar at once so they haven't really had a drink yet
0: is it performance anxiety you know, like, <laughs> get, I don't know. They're coming up to the bar and they're like, you know, okay, this is my moment. This is my moment. Who, who's ready? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. don't, don't look at me. I you think,
2: know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I. I have a. I mean, just a complete sidebar here. I actually have a very slight stutter, which doesn't rear its ugly head all that often. Um, but when it does, I will be utterly unable to start a sentence. And I've had. Usually, it hits me when I'm in a line somewhere. Uh. Waiting to... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> waiting to place an order, and I will get to that, that moment where you're in front of a person who's just waiting for your order, and I will find myself physically in- unable to speak, <laughs> which, oh. is, which is very frustrating. I'm not saying that everybody who does this as a has a strange social anxiety stutter, <laughs> but it's, it's not always that they're completely bladdered. Or, no. uh,
0: Maybe... Often- Maybe but this j- is another
2: reason why I generally send John to buy things at bars. Um.
0: <laughs> and now I own a rather snazzy yellow jacket. Yeah, that, much that easier. Helps a lot. You're, very, <laughs> you're very noticeable, John. Oh, and I—I I, I feel like lacking any like um, really distinctive physical features or like. A well, good... you got rid
2: of your mustache.
0: I did get rid of a mustache. Mm. You see, that's the thing. Look at it. There's a there's a there's a case history here of John affecting. Like, really pronounced <laughs> physical things just to stand out. It's like, oh, you know, I'm like the guy who had a moustache, the guy who always wears a hat. In hindsight, John, do you regret ripping one of your eyes out? It's a hell of a conversation starter, I've got to say. But no, now I just wear a yellow jacket to compensate for the fact no, that my face shout. is apparently incredibly forgettable. <laughs> 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 it's been an easy one so far. Yeah. This episode it's very I hard. Think, I
2: think we're all equally. Hateful of people. Who it's very hard to disagree with anything. I feel
0: like we're kind of like because there's four of us, we're having to like kind of like power through them. Yeah, probably. Come on, say something. Say something controversial. I mean, well, I'm gonna. I need a prop for what I'm gonna do a now. A prop. Oh. i been holding a prop in my hand. It's my telephone. Put that knife down. <laughs> you. Why don't you make me? Um, <laughs> I'm holding a telephone and I'm going to play you an audio clip. Oh. And then I'm going to explain why I hate it specifically. Have you got it queued up? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Have you considered a mortgage?
2: I'm, I feel like from Liz's reaction to that clip, she's going to disagree with you here. No, I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm no not sure I don't what she disagree. Is. But... What,
0: uh, is it music? Do you hate... Uh, no, genes? that is that is the sound of Liz's alarm. Uh, uh, <laughs> that goes off at 6.30 every morning. Uh, it's the morning noise. <laughs> Suddenly I don't want to be in the room. <laughs> you yeah. just wandered into a domestic. Well, it's not a domestic. It's no. that I think everyone hates the sound of their alarm clock. You become accustomed to just hating that noise. I'm crying out loud! I mean, we we gave Nickahag time for lowballing it last week. <laughs> I mean, alarms. Yeah, your alarm clock. Right. But that's ha- that that no- that noise specifically now cuts through me like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> Are you? Have you gotten to the point where you're waking up like two minutes before it's about to go? On? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And I'm waiting for it. Yeah, I, I know it's coming.
1: However, You'd- I get up. What three quarters? You an hour actually put it. You eat? put it on
0: snooze and then it goes off again.
1: <laughs> do so do it wakes that. me up twice I every do day. Do, do, do you need the alarm?
0: Are you the kind of person who, if there is no yes. alarm, you just not get up? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I need. I need the alarm.
0: Are you like if
1: if so? Like tomorrow we have to be up for a wedding. Oh no! But we only have to wake up at like nine o'clock. So naturally, I would wake up at about eight, half eight. Right. Yeah. However, I need to be up at. Times my alarm quarter to seven.
0: You're not saying quarter to seven. That's, tomorrow,
1: that's right? not normal. I can't get up at that. Yeah. Time. I. I <laughs> yeah. John's my, my old get alarm We
2: can all redirect our hatred to John because he's hey. the most morning person. Yeah.
0: Hey, I love mornings. In, I can't the get up of them. <laughs> you <laughs> literally had an entire here. podcast yeah. <laughs> series about how you like
2: to get up in the morning. Hey,
0: look, <laughs> even I had my limits. Like I. I... <laughs> <laughs> the only reason we're doing a show called Hate is that I was like, no, John's going to have relaxing mornings now. <laughs> scrap the other podcast. <laughs> which is entirely about me getting out of bed and brewing coffee. And we'll do this whenever we will do this on... in the evening. We'll do it in the evening. It's delightful. <laughs> Are Interesting... you... Sorry. sorry but I've just Go said, for interestingly,
2: it. I, I, in segue to your hatred of the particular noise that that alarm makes. Mm. Um, we used to use John's phone as an alarm before hey, we actually man. got an alarm clock. Yeah. And you always just use the default tone
0: uh, on the alarm which is i yeah. think it's literally just
2: called like good morning or something and it's a chirpy little tune that i hate this is the deepest blackest part of my soul doesn't
0: it yeah doesn't you know it, where i'm going with doesn't this it sound like it's on a marimba yeah something? like it's yeah. a bit kind of hawaiian kind it is of, yeah like, uh... and
2: but someone at work has um been having to take some medication lately and they just have to take regular pills they've been ill they have to take regular pills so they have an alarm on their phone oh, right, okay. to tell them during the day at work. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is it like when they F- should be the, the same? Too. And how how is same t- <laughs> is it is the same default
0: is it Every ten minutes, or they'll die. It's every,
2: ten- <laughs> it's every few hours. Saying, the first few times it went off, I was quite confused.
0: <laughs> it was yeah, what always- is God, Where am I? <laughs> am I waking up? I, because um, Rayman just, uh, you know, fixed me with a little look. Um, I was going to say off camera, but off mic. Oh dear.
1: That's good sound.
0: That's the sound of a cork popping.
1: That might be Great. my love.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. It's like morning coffee Coring. all over again. But morning wine. Thank you, kindly. Yes, <laughs> hand me that wine. Um, just before I went to university, uh, I got a present, and I can't remember who it was from, but it was an alarm clock where you could record your own... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Go going well further, <laughs>
0: john. you could record your own uh, message and just before going to uni my good friend chris ray who's right here hello uh recorded a, a very personalized wake-up <laughs> up message which was would you like me to do it now please yeah morning john Locke. morning and uh, I, I kept that And that was my wake up call For about three years I, My voice must really grate on you um, I do not enjoy your presence no. um, But so much so That, that um, when I was at uni and I got into Student radio we actually used that Voice clip I think I just Did played you? it into the mic uh, To form the basis Of the morning show we used to do I didn't and, know that Well there you go you've famous in many ways In fact I have a friend from uni Only one it didn't really catch up on but to this day, he still greets me with, morning, John Locke, morning, because of you. <laughs> there you go. It's entirely because oh, of you. Check that I, out. I think that alarm clock broke or something like oh, that. Like it, you destroyed it, didn't you? I did. You yes. chucked it at a wall. I I think I've had a long and colourful history of alarm clocks. Like I, I, I remember as a kid being... You get these weird ideas when you're young, but like I remember at one point at Christmas, I asked for an alarm clock. Not that I had kind of any trouble getting up as a kid. It was simply that.
1: Was it a slash something? Because I remember my brother always getting an alarm clock for Christmas, but it was always not just an alarm clock. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Yeah. eat his alarm clock. No. <laughs> no. He just slept through them all.
0: But, he needs another one. It was Give him another like, one.
1: Slash a light, or slash a pen, or slash radio, yeah. or slash something Sleeping else. Girls. Like yeah. it was, it was never just an alarm clock. This isn't
0: just an alarm clock. It's <laughs> a marks and spaces. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Professor Rolls, but no, I I wanted the stereotypical like uh, classic. Two bells on top, little mechanical arm. Oh, of, so, oh, that sounds like hell! They're so loud, going yeah. off. Yeah, that I'd just Why? be jumping every. Morning. Why? I, I don't know. I was a kid. I was young. I was foolish, and um, <laughs> but I loved it. And but it was a proper. You'd you'd have to crank it, like you know, to to wind it up, and then it would just, <laughs> God. just the coiled rage would just be held. <laughs> you could see it trembling. It would be held back, <laughs> up, held back by a little arm, and then it would just, just go for it. Oh, and I God. seem to remember it had no way. It was because of course. It was a twelve-hour clock, yeah. like it was just one to twelve, and then it went round twice. And uh, so, when you set the alarm, you just moved like a little arm to when you want it to, so it would go off twice a day. There was no way of. of
1: <laughs> stopping it. Oh my god! So your parents probably loved that. Oh god, yes, no. I mean,
0: but also, like I, uh, growing up, I always had, I had two clocks in my bedroom. I don't know why. We have three. Okay, that's fine. Are they? No, yeah, we do have. Are Plus they like, two phones? Are they digital? Are they like analog? Are they old school? Do they
1: tick? I think is the question. Yeah, um, one's a ticker, but it doesn't work. It, yes, <laughs> so doesn't tick.
0: Well, I um I had these proper ticking clocks, and to the point where they're well, both of them going at once, but my brain kind of learnt to edit them out, so I never really heard it. Uh, but then I remember I had a I had a friend from secondary school uh, skate over one night and I remember him just saying, how do you sleep in this <laughs> it's, it's deafening, like this cacophony kind of cacophony. Of how do you do it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm personally quite comfortable with having very loud timekeeping devices. <laughs> in, in the... <laughs> and also I have no trouble getting out of bed
2: yeah, in the morning. No. I mean, I've, I've had a variety of alarm clocks. I'm not, my 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 history of not being able to get out of bed is, yeah, well, whilst sort of legendary, not the worst <laughs> in my family. I um I used to be used to be sort of the first one up in the morning and get stuff done, um, but my sister is notorious for being completely incapable of getting out of bed. <laughs> and I don't think she listens to this, so she probably won't mind me. Yes.
0: Well, you say, like, notorious, but does she not have, like, clinical insomnia? Are we picking oh, she, on she someone had, who... As
2: a teenager, she had <laughs> clinical insomnia in that literally her brain did not make enough of the chemical that makes you no, go to no. sleep. Oh, no. Um, it's called it's, alcohol. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. I don't think it's particularly <laughs> Cheers,
0: it's common. all the best.
2: Like, they, they, they put her on some kind of... She was actually in a test group for an experimental drug for it um and it worked wonders but then of course once the experiment yeah stopped so did the drugs <laughs> um but we used to get her alarm clocks that were designed to force her to get out of bed to turn them off
3: right um, yeah so
2: either <laughs> step one was put the alarm clock on the other side of the room yes um that didn't work because she would just sleepwalk over to the, <laughs> get the alarm turn oh it God. off and go back to bed um Step two was we bought an alarm clock that had a helicopter propeller stuck on the top of it.
3: Nice. So I heard
1: that it this would, on radio too. It would too, fly the
2: off the top of the alarm and supposedly it was supposed to go hide in the room somewhere. Uh-huh. So you have to get up and go find it. So it's like that's, <laughs> that's it a bit more in. active. She learned how to sleepwalk doing that as well.
0: Oh, that's um, a talent though, isn't it?
2: And then the final one was Should a little alarm clock with wheels that was designed to try and find a dark place. So it had like a little light sensor in it. And when the alarm went off, it would jump off your bedside table and just try to find somewhere dark. So it would try to hide like under your bed or under... I'm, <laughs> sure, God. I'm not sure i be
0: able to sleep knowing that this horrible AI was in my room. I mean, <laughs> there's a guy... This, you saying that's just reminding me of a story I read a week ago, which was a guy <laughs> was staying at a Premier Inn and he <laughs> he, mo- he put... Because he, at Premier Inn, notoriously, you've only got one plug point, really, and it's on the desk. So he moved his bed so he blocked the entrance to his room but it was right by the desk so he was just playing on his phone and when his alarm went off he just put it on snooze rather than have to get up and walk along the room. Just moved his bed instead. (laughs) Legend.
2: But yes, so, alarm clocks. I understand the hatred. Yes, Um, I'm ashamed
1: that I do occasionally need them. Um, I understand. I I ignored this uh... (laughs) morning. However, I chose that uh, tune I hate it <laughs> because it sounds like a tune from Friends. Does it? Which one? Happy, happy, Hanukkah, Chandler, and Monica. Yeah. No. I. It has
2: been far too long since I watched.
1: Right?
0: Fine. Completely. Fine. I'll I'll accept and that as so, a point so made.
1: Previous to that, I think I had. I think it was Dallas. Like. Is yeah. it the A team? <laughs> I was going go, to go with A team, and then I was like, no, I it's damn it. Damn it.
0: Like, no, Liz, you've got Can
1: we this. cut this bit out, John. <laughs> no, it's no, you no, can't let it
0: out the, the silly bits. I am just on the subject of alarm clocks and our absent friend, uh, Richard Holton. Oh, I don't know a Richard Holton. Uh, I remember when a time when we were all living together. In uh, the House of Trouser, mm-hmm. and I've also lived with Holton when uh, when we were in Canada together, and um, he was always a joy in the mornings. <laughs> but not his, a morning person, is he? His alarm would go off, and if I'm <laughs> if I was awake already, it was the same every day. The alarm would go off, you just hear, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd hear it kind of <laughs> shuffling around the. <laughs> Like it's abs, he hated it. He absolutely hated mornings, like the, the general disgust on his face. And we were cross paths with him in the mornings. Like you're right, Horne. You? Raymond, he's dead. Sorry, Raymond's just dying off, off mic at the moment.
1: So I was told a theory. Oh God, that it was about what time you were born. So if you're born in the morning, you're more of a morning person. That's when you're most... Active, but if you were born at night, you're more of a oh. nighttime person. And actually, I was born at uh, four minutes past nine in the morning, and that is definitely when I'm most awake.
0: She's saying every time you wake up at your natural time, it's, it's like simulating birth. All over <laughs> him, and your eyes kind of snap <laughs> uh, open. And no, just probably didn't think that far just ahead. nothing but screaming. <laughs> yeah.
1: But were you born in the morning, John? No, it's 5 pm. Oh, damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what time of day I was
1: born, but
2: um, I do know I, I had a real kind of scare once. When I first found my own my own birth certificate because my birth certificate does not have my birthday on it. Oh, it has oh. a different what? date on it, <laughs> and apparently it's purely because. I was born so close to the start of the year, there was no one available to register my birth. <laughs> <laughs> so the date on my birth certificate is the date that could get a registrar to I... acknowledge that I existed. I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> oh know God. I don't know enough about anything, but does your birth certificate yeah. have to have, is it meant to have your birthday on?
2: I mean, I guess this must happen a lot because like, people get born on a Sunday. And then the, yeah. you know the registry office isn't going to be open until Monday, right? So
0: my granddad technically has two birthdays. Ah, leap it a de- year. No, 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 no. no! What? No. A <laughs> <No. laughs> leap, leap year. Yeah. You so every four ten. years, technically, people are just like they're like fifty. Yeah, but they're only twelve or whatever. Yeah, so
1: that doesn't mean they have two birthdays. Yeah. For a given, but they, no, technical.
0: But it means they have to switch their birthday to a different day.
1: Okay, I understand.
0: But on a on a leap, God, year, yeah. sorry, John, On yeah. a leap year, they wouldn't like. Oh, it's a it's twenty eighth of Feb. It's my birthday, and then the next day, it's my birthday again. Like, uh, you know, oh, I bloody would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're you're a, you're a human monster. <laughs> um, no. no, like uh, my granddad was like he was born on he was born in September, I believe, and then uh, his, I think his birth certificate says October. Mm. So I don't think he ever milked it to the point where. He would celebrate both, but we were certainly aware of it. I mean, I
2: don't know how common it is, I just remember it giving me a bit of a turn. Like, when, when you first see, it, like, oh, this is an important <laughs> document from my childhood, and it, it says, like, the wrong date on it. <laughs>
1: so is the date... To, is it listed as your birth date, or is it the date that the I document it, well, was Well, the completed? only date on it is, like, the date of registration of birth,
2: um, I guess. Because don't you have three weeks? I guess you must be. I don't know how common this is. I guess most of the time these days, you're born in a hospital. There's probably a registrar there that can just go, yes, human exists. Yeah. (laughs) Because
0: it's a crime to not report a birth or a death, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people get arrested every year for failing to do such a thing, but it's kind of mad when you think about it.
2: That was a bit of a mad segue, but yes, I have no idea what time it is. Alarm clocks are bad.
0: (laughs) I think we are, are we. I mean, like, I. I, I feel like I have to disagree, just in principle, about alarm clocks, because <laughs> I'm weird, and I enjoy, I enjoy the sound. You're a freak. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a morning person, what can I say? I can,
1: I can empathise with you, Chris, because I you. feel the same thing for
0: yeah.
2: another
1: noise entirely. I, um, I also, however, I'm the one who has to get up when that alarm goes off, and you get another three quarters of an hour in bed, so I do not sympathise with you. You could rotate it,
2: like you could... Pick a different tune each day just to keep
1: him on his toes.
0: Like the hot hits. Of- <laughs> I'm not sure I'd react actually to another tune now. I don't know how that would go. We have a, um, we've got like a little, um, our, our um, alarm clock projects the time onto the ceiling. Oh, That sounds, oh. Al- that sounds awful. It took a bit of getting used to. Like, I like
2: it because I can see the time without putting my glasses on. Yeah. It's big on the ceiling. But I think we had,
0: I think we had to train our brain because when we got it for the longest time, all I could think of when I woke up in the morning was like, oh, I was awake all night. I remember seeing... The clock saying one, two. Yes. Three, oh, it does it all night. It just shines it constantly. Oh no, but it's quite no. subtle. And you do get used to yeah. it. And
2: yeah, yeah, I'm completely used to it. I, I wouldn't I've had stop a,
0: looking at it. I've
2: had a alarm clock in the past that does the same thing.
0: Really? Oh, but maybe on an average I'd struggle. But maybe, maybe that's a thing though. Maybe on in an average night, you might open your eyes for like a few seconds, but you know you're not quite awake. But the difference now is that. If the time, the, t- is if the imprinted time is forever on the being kind of blasted <laughs> on the ceiling, you can't help but kind of be aware of it.
3: Mm.
0: You're giving yes. me a, giving me a weird design, look from the other of side it. of the room. It
1: doesn't sound like something I'd want to. I'm do. pointing at well, Liz I'm because laughing, she talks because, in her sleep. Yes, uh-huh. I knew that was coming up.
0: <laughs> and last night she goes, she said to me randomly, "It's overflowing," <laughs> and I went, "You what? It's overflowing? Oh, it's everywhere!" And I just went, I just went, okay. <laughs> And then you started laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep now." Well, I mean, I, I've been I've been physically assaulted in my sleep, uh, but uh, I, I d-
2: guarantee I was protecting you from something.
0: <laughs> oh, I've been elbowed in the face more than once. Oh God, no! I uh, I've been attacked in my sleep. I uh, I well, it's all coming out now. I uh, I was I was just like innocently lying there, oh, trying sure. trying to sleep. Sure, you know? sure. And uh, I just hear from the other side of the bed, i oh, sure you can. And this
2: <laughs> knee. I did not. Try. He is elaborating. This <laughs> knee,
0: kind of uh, wreathed in fire, just go, shoots right up my ass. Like, 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 like right up my ass. Uh, to the point where I'm like, J- Jesus, what just happened? And, and you know. Sounds like <gasps> common assault to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you did that in the street, you'd be arrested. Um, <laughs> I, and there's no movement next to me, like kind of, stiff, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, fine." And I just kind of like, you know, roll over. A few seconds later, oh, uh, did, I, uh, did I, did I, did I, did I kick you, darling? He's like, "Yeah, you did." Yeah. I'm, I'm coughing, coughing up teeth over it. Yeah. What, what happened? Amulet is on its way.
3: <laughs> oh, Lucy.
0: Shows us, on a punching bag where uh, where, where, yeah. where the knee entered you. <laughs> Oh hey, darling.
2: It's fine. It's fine. Every uh, Everyone has something.
0: Everyone has a thing. <laughs> I brutalise my fiancé. You made me
2: spend my 28th birthday in A&E. So, yeah, he put
0: me there? No, you put me there.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Just had to
0: remove a knee from my... This like, <laughs> is like couples counselling. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, no, God, we should give more wine. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh no, you haven't say, done your hate I have done your my hate. hate. <laughs> okay, uh, I feel you'd have to have a heart of stone to disagree with me. Uh, we okay, we've all received marketing emails. Oh, in here the past. we go. Hey guys, and welcome to the intermission for episode four of a show called Hate. Uh, we hope you're enjoying uh, the festivities. So far, I guess a massive thank you to Lucy and Liz for stepping in at the last minute to replace Nick, who has uh, shamefully abandoned us to head off to Japan with Ali. Um, but in all seriousness, we wish them nothing but happiness as they embark on married life together. It's all very exciting. Um, they're setting a very good example for when Lucy and I tie the knot in January. Um, but yeah. I guess uh, it's time for a little bit of housekeeping. Um, To all fans of Big Punch, um, be it our games, comics, podcasts, whatever, we have one more show before the year is over, one more convention. Uh, We will be attending uh, MCM London at the end of October. Uh, Last weekend, of October, down at the Excel Center, our kind of home away from home, uh, we'll be bringing all the comics and fury and passion and fire that you've come to expect from Big punch when attending a show. Uh, we will have the um, the first uh, public appearance of Afterlife Inc. Volume 4 Man Made God, which is quite exciting. So, if you weren't one of the initial Kickstarter backers uh, and you haven't checked out the store on our website, now is your time to grab a coffee. We're very excited. We took a bit of a break from conventions to get through a very busy summer with weddings and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be back on the horse. Um, uh, in podcast news, Um I'm trying to think. Uh, we have just finished uh, Season 1 of Cuckoo's First Flight, which is uh, our kind of experimental RPG podcast in which we are attempting to play and develop uh, a brand new RPG tabletop role-playing system from scratch set in the uh, universe of Extraversal. Uh, you can listen to the whole series now on our website on www.bigpunchstudios.com forward slash podcasts. And Lucy and I are in the process of typing up our show notes. So very soon we're going to be releasing those to the public. So if you want to uh, listen along at home, that's something you can... uh, Sorry, listen along at home. Play along at home, that's something you can do. Uh, We'll be giving those out to our patrons for free. Otherwise, we'll be putting them up on our Gumrogue store. And, uh, yeah, I guess the only other thing to be aware of is... um, we are very 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 grateful to all the comments uh submissions uh retweets shares everything you've been giving us so far with the show called hey i think we're off to uh, a very good star and it's proving to be a pleasure so we've got one more week where nick will not be with us and we'll find um uh we'll find another guest star to come in and be hateful with us but we look forward to welcoming him welcoming him back in uh, two episodes time and getting back to the regular kind of proceedings and all that uh, in the meantime, uh, we would absolutely love it if you could spread the gospel of hate and share this show with anyone you think might enjoy it. And as ever, uh, a kind of a review or a rating on iTunes would, could really make all the difference. We'd be so grateful if you could do that. So thanks again. Uh, and I now return you to the show where you can hear us talk about a bit more hate, a few loves, and you can hear Rev and I get slowly drunk on wine. Good wine. Okay, so we all receive marketing emails. Uh and occasionally they are, you know, cold calling, as they say. Like mm. you'll get an unsolicited piece of marketing. Uh we have just learnt, I feel, as a society, to ignore these. That's fine. Mm. So
2: I block them. Exactly. In the exactly. hopes that they'll get blacklisted and not be able to send any emails to anyone ever again. Yes.
0: But that's wise. I mean like
2: advertising was nearly my hate, by the
0: way. <laughs> okay, but but we we, for, we you know, we have a company email And because we are a company, as recognised by the law, we get a lot of marketing, which is like, "Hey, you're a company. Clearly, you want to hire vans, or you're a company. Clearly, you'd like a water um, dispenser in your office." Oh yeah, we get those a lot. Yeah, all this kind of stuff, and like they have no idea whether you are employing four thousand people (laughs) or no people, or whether whether you're a butcher. Or I don't know, a chartered accountant. They have no idea. They just see that you're a business. So we uh, we received some marketing emails uh, about a convention, about a comic convention, oh, if you will. Yeah. That but, seems applicable to you. Well, it is our business. You don't it's mind me what saying. We do. And they were like, "Hey, like we're running a convention. It's great. You should come along," and. We were like, okay, well, you know, they're never like, hey, here's a free table. They're like, we want you to come and buy a table. So we're like, okay, well, look, check it out. It's not the right time of year. Uh, it's quite expensive. It would involve a lot of travel. So we're like, okay, so it's just not for us. You ignore it. A few days later, you get another one. Mm. We're like, okay, their marketing, their marketing team is quite enthusiastic, you know, but they're not addressed, it's not addressed by name. It's not like, hey, John, you know, it's just like, we think you would be interested. It's just utter, they don't know me, I don't know them. Ignore it. A few days later, another one. A few days later, another one. It's like, okay, fine. They're just, you know, aggressive marketing. But then the email, the tone of the emails
3: mm.
0: starts to change. And it becomes very like, hey, why why, why aren't you replying? You're like, hey, what, what what's the deal? You know, and I continue to ignore them. And then they're getting a bit more pleading, a bit more kind of like, hey, why? Hey, you're kind of wasting my time. Why don't you reply? You know, like, it's like you don't even know my name. Is it a
1: personal email then or is it just a... There was no... Uh, A mass email template.
0: (sighs) Yeah, my guess is that certain emails go to people who don't reply. Yeah. Uh, Do you use MailChimp? I think you do. I use it in my work, yeah. Yeah. I think you probably can send different emails to people who have replied, target people, who people who have opened, yeah. people who have not done anything with them. And surely, I think you're probably one of those unfortunate few, but sure, many as it can. What, what I'm saying, like, but my point is, if you were contacting, say, you just had a list of like 500 people to contact, just to see what happened, and then like 400 don't reply, mm. you might then send a follow up saying, "Hey." Not sure if you got my previous email, like, or, you know, try a different tack. You know, try and market it in a different way. i got your kids. But these were getting increasingly personal. <laughs> like, basically, like, hey, what, what what's your problem? Mm. Why aren't you replying? You know, to the point they were, like, obsessive, like, saying, you must reply. Why aren't you replying? Like, you're hurting me. You're physically hurting me by not did
1: replying.
0: Did you reply? I did. Oh, <laughs> you No, know, I said, I said, hey, so-and-so, because they kept signing off with one name. And I I basically was a little short of them. I said, look, you know, this is unsolicited. Didn't ask for your email. You didn't even personalise it. Why the hell? I didn't say that. I was a lot more polite. But I was like, why the (laughs) hell? (laughs) That's not even rude. No, but I was like, like, why the hell should we reply? It's like, look, we're not interested. We don't owe you a reply. You contacted us out of the blue. And you, like I said, you didn't even reach out to us personally. And they really kind of like indignant like oh uh oh i'm sorry you know it's it's my job to promote a thing so i don't know but the thing is
2: this has happened multiple times now really yeah like we have had multiple serieses of this email i figure there must be there's some online marketing correspondence course or something that Mm. is teaching people Mm. to write these kind of guilt emails to try and guilt people into Mm. responding to your marketing which is why I block
0: because then you you just
2: get added to a blacklist.
0: (laughs) We see you've you've, I was trying to like that was one particular example I was trying to find a way to like quantify it into a greater hate Mm -hmm. but I think you've done it quite well because marketing I feel is a necessary evil. I partake in marketing like we can't avoid it it's necessary but this particular trend for like guilt spamming people I think is is pretty horrible actually I, mm. I kind of despise it we've had, oh what's like another example, like oh yeah this annoys me as well people cold contacting you and then going like just going hey so I've taken the liberty of setting up a meeting for us nah. you know like yes, uh, yes there I we was go. just going to yeah. say
1: um, at my previous job um, fundraiser for a charity I used to get ones that said oh I've got a I've booked in a meeting and things. I'd also get some that said following our telephone conversation Mm. that we never had Mm. and things like that. They really try and get you. But um, the main... Well, there was lots of companies that I'd never even heard of and it would be like a different name at the same company address that would keep coming through. So even when I blocked them, it would be a different person Um. at... But uh, I used to pick Christmas cards... For the charity and a lot of the Christmas card retailers, I don't know what they're wholesalers, wholesalers, I guess.
0: Sailors, yeah, suppliers used
1: to do that whole meeting thing, and they'd send me an email saying, "I've taken the liberty of setting up a meeting on this date." And I'd be like, "No, right. you, dolly. you are
0: taking far too much liberty yeah. with the liberty taking." Yeah, entirely.
1: Yeah, it's rude. I just like it. thing
0: with is, them. I've I've got it. My job, my job's quite. Unique in a lot of ways. I've got the flexibility to tell someone to fuck off. Oh my! <laughs> Frankly, there we go. Well, there's the explicit rating. On on so, if I need to, I can tell a call center to do one, mm. and I have done. Well, I, 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 I can. The problem is, I can sympathise with people in a call centre. Like, it's not the best... Nobody
1: wants to be doing that job. Yeah, it's <laughs> not this the best is all scenario. automated, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. By the scene of it. It's
2: like you get those phone calls from the robot lady who doesn't even know she's only talking to the answering machine. Oh, we've so had so get, many of those. You yeah. only get, like, the, yeah. the last half of whatever this vital <laughs> <Yeah>. message is. <laughs> and it's like, who's even bothering? Because if a human being answers, they hang up immediately that they hear mm, it's not an actual person. Yeah. And if the answer phone answers, you miss the first half of the message. So nobody has any idea yeah. what it was anyway.
0: Well, like if I, if I, cause I've had a few phone calls, you know, who mystery numbers turning up because again, we, we are a company, you know, mm. people can find our records and, you know, it's like if I see a number and it's like four X's, a Q and <laughs> a, <I'm> a Batman. symbol, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to answer, but like, <laughs> Occasionally, you get these numbers, and they're they're real UK numbers, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is important. So Mm. I answer, and they always have this pattern now. It's never like, oh, can I have a few minutes of your time? They're like, oh hey, I'm calling from, you know, and they kind of like mumble it. You're like, what? Who 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 are you calling from? And yeah, an exact presumption where they're like, okay, so we we just want to set you up for a consultation call, you know, and it's like, whoa, whoa. Whoa! Take five steps back. What are we talking about? What are you selling? You know, why should I care? Yeah. And, oh man, it's just.
2: This is that's the situation where because again I'm I'm mean to people who try to sell me things. Yes, I um, would. I am. That's yeah. the situation where mm. I put the phone down. Don't don't hang up. Put it down. Nice. Come back 10 minutes later, see if they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, That's a good plan. Once I played Muzak down them, I found a, a Muzak playlist on YouTube and I just played that through my headphones down the phone at them. They were on there for like an hour. I didn't think they could hang up. Brilliant. <laughs> well, with a lot it's of places, rules. they're not allowed to. Yeah. They're yeah. not allowed to disconnect the call. Yeah. Which, lucky it's just me being an arsehole. Like, it could no. be someone who's actually being abusive and they can't hang up on you. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to give them an hour's break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I was on the phone. Fa- this woman called my new place of work and um and she phoned up and she was like hello I'm from such and such a company. How are you today? Why? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and you're that's... like
1: instantly you're like, I know what you're trying Ooh. to do. And so I sort of said like I'll stop you right there. We're not interested. Mm. Da, da, da. And she was like, "Well, actually, I just, I just phoned to say, you know, this is what we do, and if you and I was like, no, no, and literally, I tried to get rid of her so many times, and she still kept going." Was she a
0: bit indignant? You know, like was... when when you when you said like, "I'm not in," you know, "I don't care," she was like, "Oh, oh, no," like, you know they turn it on you. Yeah. Like like it's your fault. She
1: even said to me, she said, oh, you've been so polite to me. I get so much abuse. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I like like the idea that one of them would phone up. to steal time from other people's lives.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, what is their success rate? Is it one in a thousand? Hello, how are you today? Well, actually, I've lost a limb and my boss has been very sexually abusive. What can you do for me? It's like, like, how are you today? Well, I've actually just come into a windfall of quite a significant amount of money and I'm looking to blow it on a frivolous expense. I'm I'm actually a Nigerian prince and I'd like to give away some of my great wealth to someone very deserving. I was wondering if you could help me market this service. I got a call the other day and the lady goes, Hi, I'm calling from... You know, I'm like, what? Who? And she's like, limited. Yeah, I, limited, you know, and uh, I want to talk to you about uh, so-and-so. And I go, much like you, Liz, I go, you know, I'm just going to stop you there. I'm I, I'm really, I'm really not interested. Thank you. Get ready to hang up. She goes, whoa, but, but I've not even told you what I'm calling about. And I'm like, I think that's pretty telling. Unless it's, yeah. ma- <laughs> Unless it's magic beans, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have some magic beans? Oh, my God. <sighs> Oh please. More wine. Well while I while I pass the glass over, to, glass. Uh, so I mean are we in general agreement? I feel it's been an easy episode. Are we in general agreement that like guilt marketing is bad? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now we had a, a listener suggestion that when we talk about taking in uh hate suggestions, okay. we should call it the hate train.
2: Well how about just hate mail?
0: Oh my god, that's so much better. <laughs> I hate the one but I then, fancy. But then, for the hate train, because the Love Train is a song, isn't it? Oh. that I, that's I guess yeah. yeah. Love Train's the song. What's that? I like, guess that's the pun. that
1: S Club 7?
0: No? What, Love Train?
1: Yeah. No, that's people, that was the 80s. That's
0: what's the to Dallas. Are
1: you taking the mech out of me, John? No!
0: No, Love Train's like an 80s song, isn't it? People all over the world join hands. Start a love, love train. train. Oh, okay. Let love train. train. This is a very different I podcast. This I, I like it. Yeah, it's good. That's what all, all, like uh, all this free wine will do. Um, well, should we? I was going to say hop aboard the hate train, but no. Should we check out some hate mail? Uh, <laughs> I helped. That is actually much better. right? shame on Alex for suggesting it.
2: Oh, Alex, don't listen to him. Okay, so I'd like to
0: change my hate. No, <laughs> to, to Alex. So Alex. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, um, you know. You guys can be the Greek chorus. Um Andrew <laughs> shouts out to us via Facebook and says he hates the amount of social stigma you get for not liking to celebrate your birthday. How do we feel about that?
1: I think everybody's birthday is special. Really? So I don't agree. Okay. I, I think I think you know, celebrate in your own way, but I think you should celebrate. <laughs> so sorry.
0: What if your celebration is in the form of not celebrating <laughs> and hating everyone around you and, yeah. ge- and generally being morose and unhappy?
1: I I disagree. I don't. I know.
0: Yeah, terribly. Even sorry. if you
1: want to spend the day in bed, that is your celebration. That's fine.
0: Oh, I'd like. So that. you'd
2: probably you'd probably agree that social stigma judging your method of celebration,
0: yeah, is incorrect. Yeah. So maybe maybe reading around Andrew's suggestion, it's like. Uh, He's saying he doesn't want to have like a big party. but That's like fine. if if society judges him...
1: But I think he needs to acknowledge it's his birthday and appreciate it and, and do what he wants to do. I,
0: I can sympathise. You I,
1: hate your birthday. It's weird. I
0: don't know why, but I found right. in recent years I tend to get a little depressed on my birthday. Did um, you get engaged on your birthday? I did. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, darling. Now, Hi, dear. That was a wonderful day. But I feel the birthday before, I was quite down, and this birthday just gone, I was just a bit meh. Wasn't wasn't anything wrong with the day. Wasn't anything wrong with the day at all. I was just, I was just a bit kind of like, eh. And I think, because I was quite happy doing nothing at all. Like, I was just quite happy having a chill day. But I feel the social pressure to have a party was weighing on me. So even though I didn't want a party, I felt like the world was judging me for not doing anything better on my birthday. I think
2: it might be like, I, I do not have a history of doing anything special on my birthday. Because again, it's very near the start of the year. People are still drunk.
3: Yeah. So,
2: yeah. so nobody's ever up for anything on my birthday. So I've kind of got a history of just not, just not doing anything. And as such, nobody expects me to really do anything. So there is no social stigma if I don't, if I decide to not make a big deal of my birthday. So maybe it's more his, Andrew's specific birthday that he he feels mm. there's specifically social stigma against him not celebrating his birthday. Well,
0: if his birthday was the 25th of December, that might be well, a yeah. little awkward. You know. <laughs> I've never heard of a sto- social stigma around celebrating a birthday or not celebrating. Or not celebrating in his case maybe. It's up to him. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> well, I don't care. Clearly
2: he feels this is a real thing. I, I feel
0: I feel the problem rev is that Who's, who's putting pressure on Andrew to celebrate his birthday? I'll deck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have him, Andrew. Don't worry about that. Yeah, Andrew, give us some names. Give um, us some names, uh, Andrew, and I'll have him. I'll hold him back and... Uh, I'll work the ribs. He'll work the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the problem, We've had a few yeah. too many wines on it. <laughs> getting surly. Let's just go out on the street. Let's go street fighting. I want to go... Let's go fighting. I feel the problem, Rev, is that you are... Well, frankly, when you hold a party, people, people sit up and listen. You know, people thank you well the last two birthdays i've actually been on holiday oh my the last two birthdays i've had yes you... but
1: somebody organized a party for you oh yes thank
0: you dear yes, surprise you. party that i surprised the guests at <laughs> oh god that was yeah I remember. you that were one. the guests yes exactly.
1: <laughs> it didn't quite work out did it
0: that was very nice actually it was perhaps the most middle-aged birthday <laughs> party i've gone to and it was lovely yeah, it was I, lo- I loved every room. minute played it. some board games yeah, it was had some beers yeah just you know kind of sad talked about <laughs> our feelings yeah. Well, how about this? Um, uh, another regular listener to the show, Alex, writes in and says. Is this the same Alex? No, different Alex. Oh, okay. no, actually. <laughs> le- legitimately, a different Alex, actually, writes in and says I hate it when a regular podcast host isn't on the podcast due to honeymoons.
1: Mm. I, mean, oh. I mean, are I, they talking yeah. about Nick? I couldn't possibly
0: comment. Could be, could be talking about anybody. Could be talking about anybody. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, it is, frankly, but let's just,
2: just inconsiderate for someone let's to go off and they live are their own life when
1: other people are trying to live a life as well, you know?
0: Yeah, you I mean, can... it's like you're married, you know? See,
1: I disagree with this one too. I think Nick should be having a lovely time. No, I no,
0: I think he should be here. I, I, think, he... I think he should have curtailed his honeymoon. I think he should be here. I th- where is Nick Angel?
1: And, uh, who do we have on the phone right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's I about 3am gonna...
2: where he is. Like oh. yeah, He should have, have got up and rung in. <laughs> well,
0: but the way you phrase that, Liz, I thought you were going to say it very differently. He's like, I disagree. I'm glad he's gone. He was holding <laughs> us back. <laughs> um, no, Alex, I just, just to kind of like, uh, you know, book in bookend of this and not to get into the love too early but he says he does love the brave souls who soldier on in uh, Nick's absence oh thank ah. you
3: yeah. that's us that's us yeah that's yeah, that us, us. Then, yeah. that's us as this, Nick this combined
1: just,
2: yeah this is just a habit for them like they can't thank not you. do this like we're just here holding them back stopping them
0: falling off oh, the I, I was I was on <laughs> for turkey nuggets so I had no choice but to turn up yeah it is becoming a, a tradition now yeah. the podcast Pre podcasts, I nuggets. can confirm the turkey nuggets are as good as they sounded in episode one. They, they, they not even my best nuggets. I would say. Well, I would, I would make them again. Honestly, and... John, they tasted store bought. Thank you, and like in a good way. That's I don't con- mean that to be insulted. That's the kindest words I've ever received. They were I very nice. Actually. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. They were very nice. Okay, how about from uh, from uh, listener and resident uh, Ray of Sunshine, James, who writes in and says, "I agree. I hate people that don't make an effort to smile." Mm. Oh, yes. But doesn't it take more? It takes less effort to smile than it does to frown.
2: But it takes no effort at all to just do nothing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what am I smiling at? I don't think there's a lot to smile about nowadays. As our hate, what? as the last mm-hmm. hour of hate would uh, would attest. Liz is Liz is going to disagree again with the listeners, which is risky. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, Liz, is a firebrand. Okay. I, uh, you know, it's a very, risky strategy. Let's see if it pays again, off for do it. You what? Say, say your piece.
1: So. Pre Chris Ray, <laughs> <laughs> so what people I know, James is one of them who who have done uh, online dating. Yet majorly swipe past anyone not smiling. Oh. What is wrong with smiling? Was I smiling? The amount of people who, especially boys as well, who try to do the like smise or whatever it's called, like the grumpy look Sorry, or whatever. What? No, that's a, what? Right. I have a heard, what? I have heard the term smise. What is smise? Yeah, like smiling when you do right like a, You smile with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. All this. No, 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 no. I want to see teeth. Wow. You do not want to see my teeth.
2: No, But no, I'd say. T- if you're if you're if you're Smiles. building a, pro- a profile on a dating site, then yes, smile. You know, yes. it's a dating site. How do you smile with your eyes? I'm sorry. Like,
0: <laughs> like, right. Okay, let's just break it down. I, can, I Okay, I'm with you where like someone is smiling, but the eyes are insincere. Like we can all tell when somebody is. A, we can. Sorry. We can all tell when somebody is doing a fake smile. However. If you're not smiling at all, like if your if your if your mouth is a grimace or a sexy pout, how do you <laughs> <Please> convey? <laughs> I'm sorry, Al, for the listening. I'm trying to do it. Chris <laughs> Ray is gurning something uh, spectacular. I don't think I. I don't think I can physically no, do it. It's like if you're not moving your mouth, how do you convey a smile with your eyes? You just look kind of quizzical, or like hmm.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I can do it. But we'll Google it afterwards. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah,
2: look it. There's like... got to be some instructions somewhere. I believe the first time I heard the term was actually um, on America's Next Top Model. I think that's where I got it um,
3: oh,
0: <laughs> because grief. my
2: sister was obsessed with that show, and it was always on in the house when we were still living
0: together. <laughs> you see, the thing is, like, I know, like, I know that you have seen like two episodes of America's Next Top I've Model. I've probably seen in two full series of that <laughs> show,
2: and that's more than I ever want to see. But
0: that's dating it because it's been a while since you lived with your sister. Yes. So Smize, therefore, has been around longer that I'm entirely comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. It's annoying to think that it's like a, like a virus It's out there in the world, We're <laughs> talking about it.
1: But you would not believe how many people just don't smile in pictures. But then, it, the, the other half just... of it is like, you're saying like people who don't make the effort
2: to smile, but there's no context there. Like, I dislike being told to smile by strangers on the street. That has happened to me, and it makes me want to punch
0: someone. Usually, okay. the person
2: yes, who's told me to smile. That
1: would make me want to punch someone. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> it's like,
0: D- like ah. So what,
2: why, why should I make any special effort to look nice for you, random person on the street?
0: <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I have to ask, what what asshole told you to smile, oh, John? Usually. You hold them down over at the rims.
2: It's usually a middle-aged, smelly man. Like, uh, th- th- there's a whole breed. Oh, of I know them. that. And yeah. they say, no, oh, no, no, I friend. know the type. Yeah. And they come up and they're like, it's not that bad. I'm like, you literally, you, I could be walking home from a funeral. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. No, I know the type. And it's like, it's usually like, oh, it, you know, smile. Maybe it won't happen. Like what?
0: Already <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like, yeah, I. Yeah. I think smiling's overrated. I think a smile has to be genuine. Got to earn a smile. Yeah. Entirely. What entirely. What a earn a smile. Like why? Uh I think I was chatting with someone the other day about this. It's like if you are happy all the time, like if, if if you are just brimming with joy 24-7, something wrong with you. It starts to feel disingenuous. It's like I feel you have to have moments where I'm not saying you have to be unhappy, but you've got to have moments where you've got resting face where you're yeah. just like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I can't walk down the street just beaming all the time. It's like, oh look at that gum, you know, <laughs> look at that overpriced parking. You know, it's like I, I think
1: it's difficult to smile and do something else at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like Chris knows I can't take a selfie because I'm concentrating on pressing the right buttons and getting the picture in the right place. That's why I can't does smile like... at the same time. That's why everyone does like the duck face thing. Where you like,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, how okay. <laughs> if, if there's a chart, how do duck lips relate to a smize?
2: I don't think they do. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay, we'll go, well, I don't we're, know. we're yeah. clearly going to have to do some googling after, yeah, yeah. after this yeah. podcast because I need to know what a smize. <laughs> I've I, never heard that expression. It's horrible, isn't it? No, I don't like words being combined together. No, portmanteau. <laughs> no. So wow, Neconia. that was you two odd. Spend a bit of time. Together. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should get married. <laughs> 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 all, all right, let's be spontaneous. Okay, well, here's something we can all relate to. I feel, uh, Matt hates uh, the feeling of sore muscles when you have the flu.
2: Oh, yeah, because you've not done anything to earn it. It's just there to irritate you.
0: I have sore muscles, Agreed. generally. I just wake up and I'm sore. I just find, like, you know, my, you know, the general, you know, my ears hurt from the sound of, like, my muscles just kind of chafing, just rubbing just together. Get... <laughs> just get... We're over 30, John. It's just, yeah, it's just happened, doesn't is... it? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm I... not. No. no. Uh, you see, like, unlike the... Uh... Cashback. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Lazarus effect here. I've, um, I've resigned myself to the slow decay of my body, which has already set in. I'm desperately trying to cling on to youth, I think. More wine? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. Excuse me a moment, listeners. Mm.
3: Um,
0: I know. Like,
2: I, I mean, being ill makes me pretty angry anyway. Yeah, may, may be learning, but a lot of things in life make me angry.
0: You're actually... Um, um, you are a joy when you're ill, <laughs> because your general <laughs> rage with... The outside world become makes you quite dangerous to be around. Like it's like I have a slight. You, you come in, and you say, "Oh, I'm feeling a bit. Ooh, feeling a little, a uh, little peaky. Got a slight, slight cough." And I'm like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" And I'm just like, you know, throwing up the barricade and like, you know? because you will just take your rage out on anything around you.
2: I just, I just. It- I dislike waste and being
1: ill is a waste of time. (laughs) Sometimes I think if I if I was ill for a couple of days I could get so much done, but in reality you're so (laughs) ill literally Literally, yeah you can't move, you can't get anything done. (laughs) So I I
2: fully agree with this. I I I hate how being ill doesn't just make you like sneeze and your head hurt because that's not even sometimes that just happens and you're not even ill. Yeah. But it's the way it just drains you and prevents you from doing anything with at least a week of your life.
1: I agree. Why
0: Why do... Like, if you have a cold, you're a bit sniffly. If you have a flu, you can physically hurt mm. all over. Why is that?
2: Isn't it just that it's... Speaking a more, as a
0: biologist, why is that? Is
2: it just a more potent viral load in a way is it attacking your
0: nerves in some way Maybe. is it creating like a i a mean physical... flu
2: is, this is the weird thing isn't it because we live in a a world of what glorious glorious antibiotics and even antivirals these days i don't know if any of us here actually know what it's like to be proper ill like just a, a thing that you cannot get any treatment for
1: interesting i see no, yeah. those two are just <laughs> whining it <at all> up <laughs> these two yeah just
2: but you, you forget that things like the flu is actually quite dangerous. Like, yeah. whatever that does to your body, it's a thing that can really do damage to you. But we're so used to the flu being normal. just not, not that bad because our mm. immune systems are kind of strong and we're not weakened. So I... Like I actually had whooping cough as a child because I was allergic to the whooping cough vaccine. So I couldn't have the second booster, so I had whooping cough.
0: That's like a good old fashioned disease, yeah. isn't it? Like... I got it
2: straight after having chickenpox, so like, like my what? immune system was compromised, and I'd had chickenpox, and it went straight to oh whooping Oh no! Cock. And you cannot breathe, like because your body is just trying to like reject your lungs. <laughs> it's like, and oh you just—I could not breathe in, and I just was out for like two weeks, just because I could not get enough oxygen into my system to pro- to run my body. And yes, I guess, I guess I was kind of lucky in a way that I didn't need to be like hospitalised or anything. Because there's a reason we vaccinate against whooping cough, because it's awful. <laughs> mm.
0: Mm. However, the name makes it sound kind of fun.
2: <laughs> that is not a good. If you th- consider that it's named after the noise you make yeah. as you're trying to breathe.
0: Cholera is a fun word. <laughs> yeah. Col- cholera me surprised. You might say. Oh, it's oh, yeah, very, very, very good. We even yeah, fun, yeah. that. It's delightful. It's, it's good, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yes,
2: so I fully, fully agree that being ill sucks and the way your body just gives up on you when you're ill also sucks. Mm. And I hate it. It's very hard
0: to disagree. (laughs) I don't think anyone is like, no, I actually quite like the feeling of flu.
3: Anyone
0: anyone, anyone who likes being ill, screw you.
1: But some people do milk it.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Oh you see, you
1: see there's an edge. I life. hate people that milk being ill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, there's a lot of hate in this. You, you've been like kind of sunshine and, and roses like <laughs> most of this, but there's an edge. So you no, know, <laughs> Sunshine and farts. <laughs> Let it out be angry. Not you necessarily, but the attitude you're showing. Dear. Sorry. Okay. okay, well we'll tell you what, there's here here's here here is a hate from someone Who has actually requested to remain anonymous.
1: Ooh. Is or, it one of us?
0: No, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, just stay away. Why can't it's, I it's, see it? Because I'm not going to say that. Anonymous name. means anonymous. I'm not going to say it. Honestly. Okay, so this person, for fear of their own life, has actually oh, God. Shared, wow. shared this with us. Oh, we're going, okay. Okay. I hate celebrity photo shoots that announce a pregnancy. Case in point, Beyoncé. I thought you were going to say Beyoncé. Beyoncé. Uh, My problem is that it demonstrates ego. Usually when someone is pregnant, they're happy. I.e., you know, they're nurturing a child. It's a huge responsibility. Beyoncé, on the other hand, has decided to say, Look upon me. I am a goddess for this amazing feat. Behold my resplendent glory. Exact words. (laughs) I'm not trying to put down mothers or pregnancy. And I'm not saying it isn't beautiful. I'm just saying that this is all a bit stupid. And yes, it's empowering, good, enjoy it, rally behind it. That's great, but all this person can see is the ego behind it. And I, I, I mean, believe, I, it's, sorry,
2: I would start by disagreeing with a single point in that. Okay. Otherwise, beautiful tirade. Pregnancy is not beautiful. Yeah. Pregnancy is your back breaking, and you're not being needing to pee constantly. And every, yeah, every part of your body aching and developing lumps and fluid where it really shouldn't. And the one good thing I've heard from my friend who's been pregnant a couple of times is that your hair looks fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> and your boobs get better. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: I feel um, it, it's, you know, maybe it's slightly easier if you are a millionaire. And you Uh, maybe have, or billionaire, who knows? And you maybe have a team of stylists 24 7. Make I th- you photoshoot, pro- yeah, probably, while ha- probably helps. You've not been
2: able to sleep because whatever direction you sleep in, everything is kicking you.
0: I feel the photoshoot <laughs> probably would have gone very differently if it was like the <laughs> average person dealing with pregnancy and they're throwing up on the cameraman and they just want to die, you know, and they're like, I need Turkish delight, you know, like right now. Beyonce looked like she didn't throw up once that morning, yeah, to yeah, be fair, yeah, you know, in front of that wreath.
1: I shy away from this sort of news, and that doesn't really affect me enough to hate it. But yeah, so is, yeah, because apparently like Beyoncé is queen less. of all
2: women, but is I she? I didn't get the memo, and no, I didn't vote for her, so I'm, I'm I'm not sure quite how to feel about it. No, I couldn't care less. As
0: an extension of this, it I find it annoying where you know uh, we we live in the UK, we are governed by well, you know, ostensibly. Not by the Queen, but you know, the Queen is kind of in charge.
1: I uh love the
0: Queen. <laughs> I'm gonna have a falling out now. <laughs> <laughs> I I find it annoying when our news will report endlessly on which toy that the Prince is it George George, yeah. Yeah. The young Prince George will play with because that's news, apparently. Yeah, and I couldn't
1: care less. Yeah, thank you. There, there not you
0: unless go. it's a Buzz Lightyear. Oh, we see, well, that's, 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 that's a different, different. That's yeah. a different story. Unless unless they found Prince George uh, playing with a flick knife or half a pigeon, which was left in the playground or something like that. But even that's not that interesting. Be, I'd be kind of interested. Would you? Yeah, if you <laughs> turned out to be a little psycho. In, 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 <laughs> what, well, he shot it with a BB gun? Or yeah, something. you know, it's like uh, Prince George found, uh, you know, a collection of dead cats found in Prince George's uh, little... Play Palace or whatever he's got. I don't know. I mean, you know... Sounds like a Playboy Mansion. I do not wish ill upon any human being because I'm a wonderful person. However, it annoys me when... How far into this podcast are we? Oh, we've been going for four hours. (laughs) However, I... I should be at a wedding about now. (laughs) Like, uh, you know, whether someone is announcing the the birth of the Queen of All Women, uh, you know, uh, and her child, or... uh, You know, our future benevolent dictator. But I I just, I don't know. I I feel like so many people are having children around the world. It it annoys me when any one person gets special treatment.
2: Being able to get pregnant and have a child is not that remarkable. I mean, despite the fact that statistically speaking, the human race is one of the least fertile animals on this planet is that right really in that, that any one female if left to her own devices could maybe successfully give birth like five times mm. you know before just shit starts going bad <laughs> and it's just not a good idea anymore we have a very short kind of um fertile period compared to other mammals and at most we can get pregnant once a year
0: well it's like there's a lot of animals um, which will do it yearly yeah it's like, hey, or new have baby. Have litters. Most
2: ma- mm. most mammals have litters most of our births are single. It's hard to give birth to any more than yeah. a single child, you know. And uh, it, even then, we have seven billion human beings and counting on this planet. It's not It's not like we're running
1: short. And <laughs> too many
0: of them. And speaking as a, um, you know, a, a a a slightly insecure man going through a kind of, you know, quarter-life crisis, I was speaking today with someone who was expecting their first child and that's terrifying like you know a litter would be even worse i have to say looking after one child is bad i can enough. barely like, look no... after myself i know frankly. god no i mean like it'd be terrible. you and you and me are just doing a podcast and we're drunk on red wine oh yes no we're, we're, we're just sat on, on the drunk drunk on red sofa red wine, and we're, yeah. we're just drunk on red wine yeah and right frankly now. like liz and Lucy are doing most of the heavy lifting yeah yeah this episode have oh, i got noticeably quieter as yeah, the <laughs> podcast has gotten on well tell you what nick leaves and it all falls apart Mm, I'm not sure there's a correlation. No, it's fine. It's What's his it?
1: wine you're drinking, isn't it?
0: Uh, what? what? No, what? No, <laughs> it's his father-in-law's wine. Yeah, <laughs> yes, no, yes that's understand. there's a big difference. How? How? How dare? How? How, how dare you insinuate day? that we would drink Nick's wine on a Friday evening for free? Cheers, by the way. Rather than, <laughs> rather than go to the pub and pay for it ourselves, it's very good. I mean, having a father-in-law who lives in France and understands wine. It's certainly very way. helpful. It is a nice... I'm isn't... not sure the
2: bar made much money at their wedding. No, <laughs> there was a lot of wine. Oh, she yeah. Said, no, well, I we, I, bought a
0: few. Yeah, it was really cheap, that, that Yeah, bar. I know. It was nice. We should probably yeah, talk nice about this when we're not doing the podcast. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should, yeah. yeah. This is probably not a subject yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> okay,
1: we're well, speaking... I, I love cheap wine. I, I can,
0: acknowledging that this has not been the tightest of shows. Should we fire through the loves quickly? Smash through it. So we can get on with our lives. Lucy. Me? you
2: Yes. I love cheesy 1960s British TV.
0: Wow. <laughs> you know, this is not coming as a, as a surprise to me. Which one specifically?
2: Uh, well, um, I was showing Liz, I have the full DVD collection of The Champions. Do you? Um, from 1967. Nice. Um, which is one of my favourites, and it's just hilarious in so many ways that it shouldn't be hilarious. <laughs> um, I also have the full series of The Prisoner.
0: Nice. From the mm. 60s, which
2: I've never actually watched all of. No. It's like there's only so much surrealism you can take in a sitting. <laughs> like, Sir. there are chunks in the middle that I've just never watched. And one day, one day, I will get around to it. I also have select episodes from Randall and Hot Kirk, deceased. Nice. Um, I'm going to let Lucy Yes, and, I've, uh, oh, and yeah. in discussing this, we've discovered that Liz actually has the entire series that she yeah, does. Yeah, <laughs> The entire two series of that show, and she no longer wants them,
1: so they're coming to live with me. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, how? Why? Like, why do you have those?
1: So, I think there must have been a rerun or something on TV, and I got really into it. And, uh, got These aren't the, the 60s DVDs.
0: versions, though.
1: No, sorry, these are the remakes. Oh, well, I don't care about the... Big oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. <Reeves> Morten, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Reeves and It's Reeves Mortimer, Which
0: I loved when I was... Okay, I, I was well, I'll like, I, I I I lend them much. to you then, John. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. You
1: can watch them with Lucy. Maybe it lives up or, to it, I, I, I don't know. But I... Um... So yeah, I have the DVDs and they've been in the car boot pile for a little while. Three car boots in a row and they're they're, not gone. They're yours, John.
0: (laughs) Crying out loud at me and you've you've shifted all kinds of tat. Star Wars. (laughs) Wars, Wars, We shift. We shot. We shifted a mop bucket once. A used (laughs) mop bucket. (laughs) He spoiled. Woman was like,
3: mine broke
2: this morning. Happy days. I wish I cleaned it now. (laughs) But no, I have um, a deep fondness for the relentless stereo color optimism of the of that kind of era of tv and it's i love how um particularly in the champions it's very obvious how there are there, in the champions if you don't know it there are three main characters who all get superpowers from a magic tibetan uh, mountain people um it kind of makes sense in context but not do. really
0: <laughs> we, we've all been yeah. there yeah, yeah yeah but
2: they are uh two men one of whom is a spy and the other of whom is a cryptographer and one woman who is a like double PhD microbiologist. Um, and it is hilarious watching the series that different writers weren't quite sure how to write her. And sometimes she's an utter wimp and just gets to do like the medical stuff and the boys literally say to her, let us deal with this, you go over there. Other times she's literally picking up cars and, yeah. <laughs> and throwing them around and just beating people over the head with large objects. And it's quite hilarious and I love it very much.
0: I am amazed that it hasn't been remade.
2: It's it is ripe for a remake. That show because you could do so much with that concept these days. Like sort of, they're in like an international police organization. They're based in Geneva, and it's all very like sexy and humanitarian and very <laughs> cool. But those three characters could be just as relevant yeah, today because really. basically they're all uh, super like, strong. Yeah, uh,
0: super fast. They're not quite telepathic, but they have like superheroes. They can move things. Yeah, the
2: idea is their superpower, as it's meant to be, is meant to be that they're the best humans ever could be at anything. So they're all as strong as any human has ever been. They are all as fast as any human has ever been. And because it's the 60s, they're all telepathic, (laughs) <laughs> and like can do sort of weird like um, super meditation to survive in extreme heat or extreme cold or like transmit their memories across space and time and that sort of thing, um, but suppose. only only to each other, like only oh. to the three of them. Um, so yeah, I, I, as you can tell, I, I I adore it and I love the ridiculous cost-cutting measures as well. <laughs> um, the two producers on on a lot of these shows—they had a wide range of shows all at the same time. Um, Monty Berman and Dennis Spooner were notorious for being utter cheapskates. Um, <laughs> they would literally chase ambulances with cameras to try and get some stock, <laughs> some stock footage of Brilliant. wherever that ambulance was That's going awesome. or wherever that fire <laughs> engine was going. That's awesome. Um, they would also reuse the same set every single week and just repaint it each week. <laughs> if you watch the champions all in a row, they're, they've used... There's the same building. It's the same set with like a spiral staircase that goes up one side of the room and it's just a different colour every week. Brilliant. Sometimes it's dressed up as like a hotel lobby and sometimes it's a manor house and <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a creepy cellar. <laughs> and <it's> just... <laughs> Mega. And it just, it makes me laugh a lot. I like it very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your, um, your taste in, in, in television shows is quite varied. You, it you... Varied is a nice I, way I, of putting it. I'm trying to be charitable here. Like you, you have a high tolerance for Crap! Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, again, I was trying to be nice. However, I I watched a fair amount of the champions yeah. with you, and uh, yeah, it's charming as hell. Like the, the the ways in which they try to save money and the cheapness of it is—it's
2: uh, so wonderful. Yeah, like just the daft things like they're supposed to be based in Geneva, but the. the... Big boss is like in this cheap office with what is obviously a painting outside the window of (laughs) like (laughs) Geneva. (laughs) Looking at
0: looking out. Oh, what can you see?
1: (laughs) So yeah. I'm I'm entertained. I like it.
0: I like that one. Liz.
1: So my love was for kind people who got me out of the mud on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) probably needs a bit of context. This relates to the wedding. Yes, so the wedding, which was marvellous and in a very lovely setting, uh, was in the middle of nowhere with uh, very little telephone signal and a lack of local taxis. And my car got stuck in the mud in a field. And uh, so late Saturday night could not get the car moving and so very nice people who are related to those in the room um, (laughs) gave gave us a lift back to our hotel so we didn't have to sleep in the car or uh, on somebody's floor and then in the morning we managed to um, get a team of ushers also known as the crew I believe um, who helped us get the car out of the mud and I think there ended up being 10 of us and you know everybody's Ruined their shoes and had skid marks up there, there whatever they were wearing and stuff. And so yes, I would just like to thank everybody and show my appreciation.
0: It was a good team effort. Yeah, that. it was delightful. The, well, it, there was, heroes, it was your so... car and it was someone else's car, which is much much yeah. yeah the other harder. car was much well, the other stuff.
1: car was real world drive, so that yeah, caused and it was a lot of skid marks. It was a proper, it was yeah, a big, big hatchback, yeah, not
0: BMW heavy. Hatchback. Hatchback. A heavy car. car. Yeah, it was a heavy little, it and that, heavy took, that took that's about a half hour. Yeah, it was. Got, I felt really good after that though. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, we've done, we've achieved something. Like it was a good way to give the veins in your head a bit of a workout. Yeah, after like being a tiny, <laughs> oh, tiny bit hungover. I was a little bit hungover. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> leading heavily into the car, and besides, i like, forgot the chap who owned the venue was an absolute legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. clearly yeah. done like, this a lot. Yeah. yeah, he went to us. Thanks, everyone, and we were like. Oh, thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> you're you're the hero here. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, you know, you might say, well, you know, anybody would have done it. A lot of people wouldn't have. And a lot of people would have gone, oh, dear, that's a sticky situation you're in. I'm going to head off home now. Mm. And uh, yeah, lots of people wouldn't have helped. So, yes. Big, big thanks. Big yeah, well, love. That's a
0: nice one. Well, I mean, like, I, it, well, it was a pleasure.
1: You know? It, <laughs> was, a, it was a
0: pleasure to be involved. And um, it got me out of bed.
1: Because <laughs> we came knocking on Which your was door. Nice, you know, we were, think,
0: you the reason I... we knocked on your door is because we thought that's where the owner of the farm. Oh, lived. I see. So we could have got away. Someone goes to us. Oh yeah, you want to look for Catherine? So you open the door, and I went, "Hi, Catherine." Said, <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've known you uh, for yeah. years. Hi, sir. You don't know me, but <laughs> we've um, never met. Things, I seem to remember, like getting your car out. Yeah, easy enough. Easy. First you know. time we got that out. Yeah, we just powered through. First time. Um, but there was like about six of us, I feel like, leaning in, like at the back. And uh, when we were trying to get that BMW out, Jesus it was quite Christ. heavy. And we were giving it all that, you know. We've got, we got carpet under I the was wheels. was flexing my muscles during all that. <laughs> and then we're, we're kind of like, you know, maybe maybe we loosened it up a bit. Because over the hill comes uh, another wedding guest. Um, <laughs> What kind of Jim? Kind of <laughs> yeah, he was. He was rugby just,
1: guy. Oh,
0: he was an adonis, wasn't he? Beautiful man. I'm like Jim. But I also got too. As he came <laughs> over here, I said, "I'd like two tickets, please." <laughs> 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 like Jim, take us home. And uh... first time with Jim. Yeah, What's it was his amazing. Name Jim. Yeah. It's like we we. It's like a, <laughs> it's like taking. The, I just uh, saw his muscles. Yeah. It's like taking the lid off a lid off a off a jar. We just kind of like we, we softened we, it up for him. We? we we loosened it up and Jim, yeah, Jim, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he smashed against the sink. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, I mean yes, I agree. Who who doesn't enjoy the kindness of strangers? Mm. Yes, and other wedding guests. Mm. Come on, let's get. Well, this. I'm just going to literally say one line. And you can say yes or no. Let's get the Comfortable over. chair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Move on. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Most comfortable chair I've ever sat in was in an IKEA store in Bristol. Oh. Move but you on. only
1: sat in it for like five
0: minutes. I have to ask. Did you buy it? <laughs> no. Not oh. yet. Oh.
1: Ooh.
0: It's very good though. Is Do it a you... it was like a rocking chair <laughs> with but like cushioned. Oh. It's very nice. Is it? Is, is it, it a
3: poem? No.
0: No. 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 It actually wasn't. It was like a. It had a. Uh, a round base. And just uh, like a polar. It wasn't like a poem, which is I know is...
2: It's got kind of a spring to it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's got a particular yeah. kind of bounce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I from the mightiest pharaoh to the lowliest peasant. Who doesn't enjoy a good sit? Exactly that, yeah, John. Exactly me. that. Indeed. So I, I'm not going to dwell on it. Everyone likes a comfortable chair. If you don't, then write well, in. Get out. Write in. Write in and I'll argue with you. Happily. What well, I... Uh... Did the phone just ring?
2: The phone did just ring. Just once.
0: It's very uh, unprofessional. That's suspicious. Okay, well, tell you what. maybe just... it's one of your email people from earlier. Maybe so. They're probably <laughs> trying to guilt you into something. <laughs> oh, God. You know, who's calling at this point? John, okay. I noticed you're drinking wine and doing a podcast, but you've not replied to my email. I, d- I do enjoy wine and podcasts, though. Like, uh, Would you like some you more saying? wine, John? Uh, please, yeah, well, tell you what. You know, we're very nearly at the end of this, so <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> it's a very professional version of the show. I, I, Like I said, you know, Nick left and it all just fell apart. <laughs> Um, I... He's gonna listen to this in Japan. He's gonna be like, "Oh dear." Yeah, <laughs> I know. And he's suffering with earthquakes. like That's a real. Really. Thank you. Yeah, there's been earthquakes over in Tokyo. Oh,
2: well, there's always earthquakes in Tokyo. Yeah, no, I, know, I saw that. Earthquakes in Tokyo.
0: Yeah, that's just like you know normal. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I'm just gonna be.
2: Yes, go for it. Super
0: boring, super simple. I love a little computer game called. Dark Souls,
2: yay, Dark Souls, and I know
0: that's a bit esoteric. E6, E6 so some people listening will be like, "Oh yeah, I get that." Other people will be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Uh, it is a video game from 2011, which is well on its way to becoming a classic of its era. I think
2: it's probably already there. To yeah. be fair, I would say, like, if you need to, if you need to show off, like the whole games as artistry and ideal level design and character design you'd probably go for Dark Souls I, I've never actually played Dark Souls I have to say because I'm terrible at anything that involves a controller and I'm too cheap to buy it for the PC yeah. um, but I but greatly enjoy watching John say Dark Souls very,
0: it's a very good spectator sport it is yeah. but we have realised that it has a, an immensely um, powerful soporic, soporific effect yeah I on fall you.
2: asleep watching Dark Souls it's like all of the, yeah. the, sound, the soundtrack is lovely there's some really fantastic sort of soundtrack moments in it but also like just all the sound design the little noises it makes like when you pick up an item or when you die or when you like um, get to a new area or something are just really nice and I do just tend to fall asleep on the sofa while John's
0: playing (laughs) I can't play video games that's the thing so I've often watched you play in a video game Mm. but I'm generally terrible at video games but i can appreciate the artistry behind it i i'm not sure that i'm actually good at this game it's a very hard game i don't know game. if anyone is actually no. good at this well, game. <laughs> it's an incredibly challenging game and it came out in 2011 and, and there's still quite a large community of people playing it uh it's a very bleak world it should in many ways be a very depressing experience but it's oddly relaxing it's like you know you've got this sense of like your maneuvering through a world which is crumbling which is falling apart like it's like a a great era of wonder is coming to an end and you're just kind of trotting through this
2: the ruins of what's left yeah like ruins on ruins on ruins the
0: rotting carcass of what was once like a kind of amazing (laughs) world and it's haunting and it's beautiful and it's kind of bleak but it's oddly relaxing like i i I just dove back into it this yeah. week on a bit of a whim and it's, I, I am totally addicted. Again, this is my fourth playthrough. They they've got you all over again. Yeah, yeah like they've got I, you by the balls. It really is as good as yeah. everything you hear. I like the hype is real. It's very, very good.
2: I think it's like the. It, there's a lot of. It's very interesting as just as a piece of creative art because it's. Mm. The kind of story behind it, if I'm getting this right, is it's from a Japanese uh, developer who loved Western-style fantasy novels and... Fusion. Yeah, but the interesting thing is is he didn't know enough English to understand those Western-style fantasy novels properly, like, to really get into what's going on behind them. And, of course, simply didn't have the cultural context that we'd have for those anyway. So it's interesting. It's like it's weird idea of it's Dungeons & Dragons, but seen through the viewpoint of an entirely different culture. And it's odd the the juxtaposition you get for it. It's like, you know that there mm. are dragons and there are witches and there's gods, but the gods just kind of live in a city up on the hill. <laughs> and,
0: yeah, you know it's, it's like it's 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 weird and a little bit unsettling, mm-hmm. and it's like not quite familiar. Like you understand, like certain bits, like a little touchstone. You're like, okay, Lord of the Ringsy. Like there's kind of. You know, there are lots an old, of magic rings. It was an old empire. There's magic rings. You know, you can, some things you recognise just as being tropes. Mm-hmm. Other things are just slightly skewed. It's not what you'd kind of expect. Well, it's and... like you know,
2: the sort of the most important thing in the lore of the game is fire. Yeah, like everything is about fire, sooner or later. And it's interesting that like that's whilst you might have like this idea of like a lot of western fantasy will have light as like the important thing like light versus darkness this is literally the fire it is the fire versus the not fire
0: (laughs) yeah it's like it's it's for heat death of the universe like ultimately everything is gonna die like you cannot save the world you're just i don't know kind of like playing around in the last
2: extending it maybe yeah by, by keeping something going
0: I do to have to take your word for it on that it's one. It's really good. Yeah. Like it, it's, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who appreciate it like you do. It's not quite Sonic the Hedgehog. No. no oh, nothing is. But it's a close second. You know. You have bit,
2: to spend a lot of time with it to understand any of it, and I'm not sure. That, yeah. We do. <laughs> Are
0: people sending in loves, John. Not we, so much. I've got to say we've had a pretty weak. Uh, That's week rubbish. In terms of love. A
2: weak week of love.
0: I mean, the only love we have received this week is the joy. Of uh, the feeling you get after working out. Oh, and yeah. and the kind of buzz you're getting. I know masters. who that. I know exactly who that was. I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, does it begin with an S? No. Oh, then I don't. No.
2: But no, I I agree with that. Like,
0: was it you? No. Oh.
2: It took me a good long time in my life to start actually like doing physical exertion as a thing of its own, rather than just. Something that happens accidentally when you have to run somewhere to catch the bus. <laughs> um, and I greatly enjoyed it. And I recently I had to take like two years off of my favoured uh fitness style because I couldn't afford to keep going to the club while I was at university. No. Um, and I've just started to get back into it again and I'm I'm waiting for the buzz still. I I haven't quite got to the point where it's hard it's work fun at the moment. <laughs> I'll get there soon. You'll get there,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't think you quite remember the feeling when you finished. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're about to go for a run or something, you're still like, no, I wish, I wish. I, I sound so far. Things like ex-
0: exercise is universally horrible. Like no nobody likes moving around. <laughs> no nobody likes, you know, manipulating their limbs in three dimensional space at anything faster than just kind of like standing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when you get through it, it is kind of enjoyable. I spent most of my life hating any form of physical exertion, but, uh, yeah, I think I feel like in later life I've come to enjoy a bit of movement, a bit you've of training. Got to, you've
2: got to find the thing that works for you, I think. Like, I've I've never been big into competitive sports, because I'm not very good at it, and at school they always made me take my glasses off, which is great fun when you're playing tennis,
3: <laughs> and I'm
2: like, I can't see the damn thing until it's an arm's length away, and by then it's too late to react. Um... So I just sort of it wasn't until university where I realised sport was supposed to be fun. And then I couldn't find the sport that I actually liked. And
1: then I discovered martial arts and they let me have swords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you need to disguise the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> like obviously I play netball and I'm thinking about what the ball's doing and what I'm supposed to be doing rather than how much I'm running around. Yeah. And um and yeah, that's why I find it fun. Whereas like I could never go to a gym just I to like. Hello, let's stare at myself. Doing I did whatever. try. I I I put in a concerted effort. Oh goodness, that
2: must be nearly ten years ago now. I was like, I am going to go to gym, and I I went like every night for ages and. It's horrendous. God, it was horrible. It was, <laughs> it was, it was just so mind-numbingly boring. At the time, I couldn't even afford to buy like an MP3 player or anything. Oh like, no!
0: Oh, so, you can't do it without uh, some sort of so it's just there portable with, like, device. Badly...
1: You have to distract yourself. Yeah, That's no, I, was, like, I, I was just
2: sat, sitting there with this badly tuned telly of the local gym and with all these people who had much fancier gym kit than I did, and I was like, this is just. Horrible, and yeah, a couple of months went by, and I just sort of stopped. But again, then swords. So (laughs) swords make everything better. (laughs) Yes, we agree.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) funny how violence solves a lot of your problems.
2: Violence does solve so many problems.
0: Yeah, even in your sleep. Yeah, especially in your sleep. Yeah,
2: I maintain there must have been a severe problem. I, I don't remember what it was because I was asleep, but it was just instinctive. I had or, to protect or maybe, you from something. May,
0: you know, maybe I had like a kind of locked back or something, yeah. and I, I just needed a knee right up my ass <laughs> to uh, to resolve that problem. I've I always said that, that I about, think that's about you. The case, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, will probably be on my yeah, it will be on my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> just needed a good knee up his Consistently ass. Consistently to... needed a knee up his <laughs> ass. <laughs> well, it's been an odd episode. It has. I think we can agree. Um, well, yeah, Nick Nick sort of pronounced and spelt his name differently. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and he's also two people. It's bizarre. You know?
2: Well, you know these things happen. You just got to roll with it.
0: Yeah. Well, so that's for, what I always say. Thanks for having me. You know what? It's been <laughs> it has been an absolute joy, and like... <laughs> <laughs> that was so insincere. No, no, it's true. <laughs> Those two I, are so drunk. <laughs> I, I I must admit, like I'm not like so drunk, but I maybe like I'm tipsy, kind of. Kind. I'm, I kind feel quite of giggly. At right tipsy's yeah. good. Yeah. So I'd like to thank you you know, Lucy and Liz for bringing a degree of class to an otherwise quite, uh, you know, tacky show. Hard-hitting. <laughs>
2: hard-hitting ideas and thoughts and, mm. I don't know, stuff.
0: Well, you know, we, we still haven't found a proper... Way out of this podcast. we you, Not
1: chill. Not Grange Hill. Not again. Oh. And
0: every time you do that, we have to pay the BBC £10. Yeah. It's killing us. Oh, really? Yeah. The BBC's really? only surviving because of our royalties. <laughs> I know, it's bad. We could say, um, well, thank you. Thanks for the hate. F- but lo- but, lo- but love.
1: love. What about Lucy's hate mail? Hate? Hate? That.
0: We had hate mail. I'm a no. hate mail because I'm right. male, but the but the post also no I hate.
2: That's not working. You should love right. to hate the loves you yeah. hate to love.
0: It's profound.